and welcome to Space Battles, a transformative real play podcast that reimagines the latest trilogy in a popular space combat franchise. If you're joining us for the first time, stop here and start with the first part of A Shattered Galaxy. Otherwise, previously you will have heard... Kiyama hearing that and then having flashbacks to when she was almost arrested the first time she came here. Crackles on her comm link to Mia. Please do not imply that I am an Imperial defector. We also have Rodas' girlfriend! <laughs> um, and that's something to the effect of... I am sorry to have worried you. I had no means of communicating. He kind of takes you by the shoulders and in, looks down at you and he says, the, gar- the guards are here. Everyone is on high alert. Uh, hmm? Chundar is back. So you're drinking green milk. You're looking at the, the Chancellor's knickknacks, uh, kind of marveling at the life that she's lived, wondering what she and Mia are talking about in the other room that we will have to get to next episode, when suddenly there is an explosion from outside. So, <laughs> at some point, we should start playing Star Wars. Let's do that. Okay. Let's get me a hand. Uh, so to internally recap briefly while Seals finishes munching a, a singular piece of garlic bread, or maybe like four, I, don't, I can't police you. I'm not there to steal, take your garlic bread away from you. Um, VC20 was in his office. Eshka was outside of Chancellor Organa's sort of private meeting space, like in her uh, conference room, as it were. Kiyama was heading down to get a new hand and Mia was in the private side room with Chancellor Organa. Does that sound right to everyone? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And there was just a big old explosion outside. Just a big old explosion. Yep. Mm -hmm. In an ambassador's ship too. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. But it sounds like he was in or they were in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. All in all, a totally okay thing to happen, for sure. Yeah, absolutely. Nothing Definitely good. not the breaking of the fellowship moment of this story, guys. <clears throat> Definitely nothing bad's going to happen. <laughs> Do you guys remember a moment where Eshka and Lumia rolled vigilance? Yeah. Oh, no. And there was a... Oh, no. Everything was fine. And and all you saw was a ship, yeah, it was normal. And you yeah. decided not to check out that ship or ask about it or anything like that. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Brian. Oh, no. Um, my, two, my two most suspicious players. <laughs> Listen, I never expected you to... I don't also, know why like, I didn't expect you to blow something up. <laughs> also, like, I'm a suspicious player, but Mia is feeling back in home base, so she's not suspicious in this moment, you know? Mm-hmm. So, there we are. Anyway, I'm ready. I've had my right. garlic bread and I want to get back to it. So let's get cracking, kids. Let's get cracking. Let's get cracking. So last time we had cut away from Mia going into a room with mm-hmm. Chancellor Organa. And we had cut away from that conversation and led up to the explosion. Mm-hmm. And now I want to have that conversation. Okay. What's up, mom? <clears throat> Is that is that how you start out? <laughs> no, that's how I Celia start out. Mia is gonna say like, "Is everything okay? How are you?" <laughs> that's a wow. Um, that's an inc- that's an incredible reversal. Uh, she had her mouth kind of like half open. She closed and she 
her furs around. She says, how am I? I? You tell me about what's happened the last two months. What are you doing, Mia? Mia's gonna pause and she's going to sort of open her mouth once and then close it and open it again. And this time she's gonna talk and she's gonna say, well, it's a long story, but we found Ronus and he's doing okay. Um, we didn't find Uncle Luke. Ronus doesn't know where he is. Um, we met Darth Velamin a couple of times. I shot him a few times. And then she's going to pause and she's going to like shudder a moment because she's definitely thinking about that moment in the cave where she shot her mother's ghost. Mm. Um, and a lot happened. I don't know. We don't really know what's going on, but also we're back and that's a good thing. Um, we managed to escape the new empire. Um, and, or the true empire, excuse me. <laughs> keep saying new empire, don't I? Um, it's not new. It's not new. Um, the new republic, but the true empire. That's the problem. Um, Mia's going to sort of pause and look at her mother and just say, I don't know, what 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 do you want me to tell you about? Like, How about the, how about the mission to Anoth? Oh, right. <laughs> that was a while ago. Um we went there um they were kind of like killing the rocks they didn't want to be but they kind of had to and then we went and uh investigated further and there was i don't there was this this force user uh, she was she was strong with the dark side of the force and we fought her and we beat her and then we uh went through a portal and ended up in exegol um where we stole a ship and then flew back to the known galaxy um so you just you you walked through a portal um mia's gonna pause in your diplomatic mission you fought a dark side force user and walked through a portal you weren't there there it was it was can you t- <laughs> tell me a little bit maybe about how that's related to diplomacy senator vc20 was there too he did try and talk to them first he always tries to talk to them first and usually he's very good at it um but the rocks, they were hurting them and, and they were dying and they're like, they were getting cut off from their life force and the scientists didn't want to be doing it. And they were worried for their lives. And they were also worried that if they said anything, they'd be killed. And it was a sort of a hostage situation with several different layers. And we needed to take action because if we didn't take action, then more, more people and also rocks would die. Uh, she closes her eyes and kind of rubs her forehead. I love her. And she, she says, okay, Mia. I'm not, it, it sounds worse than it is. I, I know that I tend to, tend to mess stuff up like this, but it, it was, people were going to die. She, uh, she gets like visibly frustrated, uh, when you say that, like her mouth curls, she says, it's not about that. You just need to be more careful. We were trying to be careful. It's kind of hard to be careful though, when someone's rushing you with a lightsaber. Okay, Mia. And Mia sort of just sort of like looks down at her hands and feels a lot of, you know, even if she'd sort of had this cathartic moment, uh, she's sort of like, right, regression happens. <laughs> I've disappointed my mom again. <laughs> cool. And so, the, so the two of you stand there for a few long moments. Uh, you know, the air traffic of Coruscant slowly sliding by in the sky. And finally, she turns and she looks at you and she says, how did meeting with Ronus go? It was 
good. Um, he has a secret girlfriend. Um, she's great. She, I really like her. Um, she smiles at that. It's good for him. Uh, yeah, it is good for him. She's great. Um, she's very good at fighting. Um, she, he's he's good. You know, he was trying to keep the Jedi students and and people alive after Uncle Luke disappeared. Um, they didn't have any spaceships, so uh, he and I concocted a plan to steal some from the the true empire and we did and they i think they were able to get off planet and we were able to get off planet um he hasn't i told back. him he hasn't come back yet oh. you got him the you got him the ship you needed yeah we did they we we made sure that ship got off first because uh, we knew they needed to actually go and pick people up and we didn't and we also needed to to check something out on the far side of the planet before we we left it they're not they're really not here yet no. I'm glad you helped him, though. I. Why wouldn't I help him? That's not what I meant. I'm just... She She looks a little unsure of herself, which is something... You, you barely recognize the expression of hers because, you, I mean, Chancellor is never unsure of herself. She says, yeah. I wish that... You make it a little hard on both of us sometimes, Mia, and maybe I do too, but it's not like... She's, looking for the words she says <clears throat> i know that you were disappointed for a long time because you weren't like your brothers and i think that sometimes you see my disappointment and you think it's for the same reason but i never felt anything but relief that you were more like your father than your uncle me is sort of gonna sag but like not like a disappointed sag like a sort of relief sag and she's going to say, I, I know that. I think right now I'm more nervous about disappointing you because I, uh, the diplomatic mission went pear-shaped pretty fast. And this isn't the first time I've done something like that. No, and that's on me. I, I was able to steal a ship and Ronas couldn't. So I'm feeling pretty good about that right now. <laughs> uh, she laughs and uh, she says, well, I mean. No, I just, I hope that you wouldn't be exactly like your father in every single way, you know? Um, I, Mia's going to sort of do that thing where she opens and closes her mouth again a few times and she's going to go, thanks, I think? I've been with your father for 30 years. I, I like him a lot. I just, um, it would have been nice, I think, to have somebody I know I could trust to do this job well when I'm gone. Oh, and Mia's going to sort of process that visually, sort of a very, honestly, very Han Solo-like expressions as she sort of... <laughs> There's like a, lot of, like a lot of mouth curling, like, hmm, what's going on here? A lot of eyebrow action. Um, and she's going to go, I understand that desire. Um, I'm not sure I'm qualified um, on a number of levels, but I appreciate that you thought of me. <laughs> <laughs> It sounds like a bad job rejection. <laughs> <laughs> we're 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 fine here. We're all doing fine. How we're are you? We're totally fine. How are you? <laughs> <clears throat> Love you, her you, so much. <laughs> you, you you awkwardly stammer out this strange reputation of you know your your mother kind of expressing what she's wanted for you for a long time, and she shrugs and smiles brightly. She says that's. It's okay. Um, I think 
sort of selfishly, every mother wants their children out of harm's way. That's why it was a relief to not have one that was force sensitive. But you're just not built like that. And all I can do is ask that you stay stay as safe as you can. I'm trying. I just... And right at that moment, as you are about to explain yourself a little bit more as you, you know like you as you and your mother are inching towards an understanding mm-hmm. uh, that's when the explosion goes off yeah nailed it cinematic poetry yeah <laughs> poetic <laughs> cinema one might even say yeah that's probably true <laughs> and uh and a furry little gremlin sticks her head in the door and says did you uh did you hear that <laughs> the chancellor is at the window and as before she explains that it is an ambassadorship from the true empire and we will cut away at that moment um senator Urkiyama, whoever whoever wants it will go with initiative rules whoever whoever says so can go first uh the senator can go first because i need to step aside for like two minutes i'll be right back okay okay all right uh so senator we are in your office and uh you receive an alert over your comlink as you are sorting through your 2000 unread emails uh there is a a sort of how do i put this there is a an alert through an emergency channel that only senators are and staff are privy to um basically like a political insider update kind of situation and it says in very spare language that a ship from a visiting ambassador outside of the chancellor's tower has been destroyed and urges all senators to stay where they are if possible or request additional guards if they're going to travel anywhere is there any hotline i can dial to get more information about this explosion i will say yes yeah you can you can get in contact with the senatorial security details yeah i would like to do this okay uh since you are a you've got access to actual resources now that you are here on coruscant uh, so you have like a large uh hollow projector that you use to call the uh, senate the center for senatorial security the css and you are greeted with a sight of a Twi'lek man. Uh, he's a dis- he looks like a dispatch officer of some point, of, or a dispatch officer of some sort. And as you appear, he recognizes you. That's the upside of being the only droid senator. And he says, ah, uh, Senator VC-20, are you calling about the emergency update? Do you have any questions? Do you I- require additional security? Yes, I, I was calling to find out more about this um, attack, if at all possible. Certainly, Senator. One moment. And he, he like, disappears. He, he, like, he walks off of the projected area for a few moments. And when he returns, he says, I am sorry, Senator, that information is classified at this time. Um, as a metagame kind of thing, you will need to, uh, if you want to find out more, you'll need to make some kind of social role. Let's see. All additional information is classified. Surely there is something you are able to tell me. Oh, interesting. Going a little bit of a Karen route. I like that. Make me, uh, make me a charm roll, VC20. Okay. Um, 
So with a triumph and two successes, he pulls nervously at his head, uh, his head tendril. And he says, well, I, um, I suppose I can make an exception for you in particular, Senator, the, um, and he looks nervously in the direction that he walked off the hall of projection before. And he says, kind of a urgent whisper says that it's, uh, it's the, it's the, it's the ambassador from the true empire. There's been some kind of intentional explosion. It's not an accident. Might be terrorism. I don't know. They haven't told Nima that much. He looks sort of excited at uh, spilling these secrets as though he is involved in some exciting conspiracy. Kind of seems like he is. Um, (laughs) That looks like a good roll. Holy shit. Uh, So you guys have have eight light side points. Yeah, I'm so (laughs) excited. So make it rain, I guess. That is that's very literally the best possible result for you. Rain and light side points. Mm-hmm. Um, so I will uh, thank the Twi'lek for his time okay. and uh, encourage him to stay safe. Okay. He gives uh, an awkwardly officious salute and he says, I will, Senator, and uh, terminates the conversation. And uh, Rundak, who has been kind of laying back in the cut... For the moment, says I. What do you think he means? What? Uh, what's? Do you, do you think the terrorist might be Chundar? That's what I'm afraid of. It's too early to draw that kind of conclusion, but I hope it isn't. I think we should go and investigate, Senator. I agree. He he says I will arrange for additional security to meet us at the Chancellor's Tower. The air car will be around for you in about five minutes with the current security detail. Would you prefer I stay here or come with? I will trust your judgment. I will stay here in case he comes here looking for you. I would prefer that he not be able to damage your office easily. Thank you. He nods and he gets on the comlink. Within a few minutes, as he mentioned, you you see that I kind of picture each senatorial office in um, in the towers having like their own like private pad for air cars and things like that it just seems like better I don't know better protocol on an ecumenopolis than you know having a lot of common resources for public figures that might frequently be in danger and so the air car with the four new republic soldiers who escorted you to your office uh, is waiting outside on your on your private air pad within a few minutes. Oh, before I go out, I will tell him to um, please stay safe and remind him that there is nothing in the office as important as he is. He bows deeply and uh, how do Wookie smile? I just thought of that. Uh, I'll have to ruminate on that, but he gives you the Wookie equivalent of a smile and tells you to fly safely. And now everybody has an insight into why an entire planet full of Wookiees is willing to <laughs> devote their lives to VC-20. I love VC-20. He's such no. a peach. I do imagine like a Wookiee smile being somewhat reminiscent to like a Pitbull smile. Like, okay. yeah. I don't know. I don't know exactly how it would work, but it's just that like, oh, you're just happy. You're just a happy dude. Yeah, just like a big pulling back of the lips. Yeah, that, like, that, that's, and that's kind of what Chewbacca does the one time we see him laugh. Yeah, like okay. it's not exactly a smile. Like in Pitbull, you know, it still could be like vaguely terrifying, but it's not like it's just soft and not menacing. Yeah, but if 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 you know him, you know it's a smile. Yeah. <laughs> God, fuck Democrats. 
All right, I gotta. You guys are memeing in the Discord again. I gotta shut that. Um, <laughs> so we're going to cut now as VC20 gets in the air car heading over to the Chancellor's Tower. Uh, we will cut to Kiyama, uh, who is sitting in the waiting room of basically the New Republic VA hospital uh, with Han Solo next to her. You guys are kicking back. You you know, the, the general's presence has gotten you a room essentially immediately, but a doctor has not been by just yet and it's been almost a half hour at this point. It looks like they are fairly busy. Uh, what, if anything, have you talked to Han Solo, the the general of the New Republic and war hero about? Um, I think it's one of those moments where you're like, I don't know. I don't think to Kiyama he's like a war hero because she <laughs> grew up like because Luke raised her. So right. and she grew up with Ronus as well. So there's like this weird like, I don't know. There's not like as much awe and reverence with it as as like this is the guy who these people that i grew up talked about yeah you're just like this is just some dude and you're just like oh this is fitting in a lot of pieces of weird things i'm remembering rona saying or comments luke made or like and not like in gaps in her memory but just like yeah that fits mm. <laughs> you are exactly how people have described you um <laughs> So I don't know. I feel like they're both the kind of people to not make small talk trying to make small talk. Yeah. Um, and after a moment, after a while, she's finally just gonna. So um, what kind of hand do you think I should get? <laughs> he looks at the stump and he kind of looks you over for a, a second and kind of sizing you up. And he says, well, it depends how'd you lose it. Um, lightsaber. Did you win? I shot him with a ship's weapon after he cut off my hand. I mean, I count that as winning, but. Yeah. I mean, in the end, I think, like, I got the last laugh. I'll take that. Um, Get a metal one then. Hmm. You get a metal one if it's something you want to talk about. You get it. You get one that looks like you if it's something you don't want to talk about. That's what I say. What would you get? Me? Some dark lord cut off your hand with a lightsaber. Oh, I'd get one that looks like me. Leia would never let me live it down. <laughs> yeah, I'm a little worried about Ronas finding out this one. Um, What do you know of Moff Felleman? That piece of scum? Um, He reminds me of Vader, I guess. Some kind of... So it's not like a secret who he is? Like, he's not... No, some kind of fear all around him. Came out of nowhere. Most people think that the rumors around him are just, you know, just rumors. And I think it's easy for a lot of people to underestimate him because he's not, doesn't, doesn't talk in the scary voice and have the cape and all that. But, but he scares you. Yeah, he scares me. I, I shot at Vader once and it did nothing. Took the gun right out of my hand. I've never seen anything like it. Not even anything that Luke ever did. So there's somebody like that again. I don't know. Just gives me a bad feeling. Wrong. Just was curious. You said he just came out of nowhere. How long ago was that? Six years, seven. He's a young guy. Couldn't have been that long. Okay. I'm just trying to place things together. I don't remember. Um, 
You don't know me, and I don't know myself, so that's going to be weird, though. Sure. Um, I only kind of remember stuff. I crashed here two months ago, and then your daughter kidnapped me, so... Yeah, I remember, yeah. Oh, yeah, she told you that? Okay. So, um, yeah. Uh, so. What was the crashing thing about? Which one? Uh, two months ago, the crashing thing. I don't... And she kind of looks away sheepishly and just like, I don't remember. Um, oh, okay, I didn't know how much she didn't remember. No, I apparently uh, went AWOL for six months. And... Oh, wow. That's what Rona said the last time I saw him. Um, I left six months ago from the temple and no one could get in contact with me. Luke went to find me and no one had heard from either of us until I showed up two months ago. You must have been up to some real exciting stuff. And she'll just kind of like hide her left hand and cover her scar with like her forearm of her right hand. And she's like, yeah. Uh, at that point, a Mon Calamari doctor comes in and is uh, very, very, very eager and uh, officious, uh, kind of weirdly spending a lot of time talking to General Solo. Uh, you definitely get the impression that this doctor's uh, manner is meant to impress him more than it is to necessarily take good care of you. Kiyama uh, doesn't care. As soon as the doctor walks in, she's like, oh, thank God, and looks away. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, he spends a lot of time, like, burbling, like, oh, General Solo, so, so pleased to see you here. And, you know, I mean, the Mon Calamari are the Admiral Akbar giant fish people. So he's a little less than comprehensible. And after several minutes, he finally gets of, uh, you know, kind of trying to chat up General Solo is not really having much of it. He finally gets to you and says, oh, so did, uh, a hand's missing is what I see. Yes. Yeah. No, easy enough. Replace. Let, uh, let, let me see the wound. Hold out her arm. He gingerly like pulls back the uh, the wrappings, the bandage that you've put around. He says, Oh, pretty clean. Oh, very clean wound. Wouldn't have expected that. He's blowing yeah. bubbles. <laughs> Kiyama's just like tight-lipped nodding. Like she doesn't want to, she's not being too frivolous about exactly how it happened. Mm. How it's so clean. Good job taking care of it in any case. He says, this would be simple enough to fix an artificial limb. Is, it, is that what you were looking to do? Yes. Fully mechanical? Or he uh, kind of looks over your skin. He says, I think we have something something that can match you. I'd prefer that. Okay. And kind of buffle, uh, bustles away, like kind of waddling. You can uh, see a few fin-like protrusions sticking out of the back of his white coat as he as he makes his way back out of the room in which you are. Kiyama just sort of like glances back to Han after she made her choice and is like, don't he, necessarily want to share it. He just gives like a kind of like a like an upside down smile, I guess you might call it, like just kind of sticking his lips out. I'm like, all right. And he and he gives you a thumbs up. <laughs> OK, thanks. <laughs> um, When we get I don't even know where back is. I'm guessing you have a way to contact the temple. Yeah, absolutely. I figured that. we'd. I figured we'd bring you back to the Chancellor's Tower, and uh, you could. You want to meet Leia? At the very least, I, I imagine you want to see 
my daughter and that uh, that Bothan again, yeah. And Kiaba just sort of like does the opens her mouth and like no sound comes out at the suggestion of meeting Leia. Um, and I guess I don't have much of a choice, do I? I mean, we haven't heard from Ronus yet. So they if had you to want find Mia getting mouthy can stay between you and me if she hasn't told Leia already. She's told her. She's threatened him in front of the entire temple. The whole Everybody heard it. So I don't know what temple you're talking about, but okay. I'll, yeah. I'll, st- I'll stay mom, and uh, if she asks about you, she asks about you. How's that sound? <laughs> sure. That's great. Um, what is she like? Um, I don't know. That's my, that's my wife. I'm sure it's different for everybody else. Okay. Why didn't Ronis tell me any of this? All right. Um, and then Kiyama's just going to just wait for someone to come take her <laughs> to get her arm at this point. She just leaned her head back, and she's like... Uh, she's like in the moment of like, I hate my life. <laughs> when the when the Mon Calamari comes back, um, Han gets a message on his communicator and he says, I'm going to take this and then I'll run back to I'm going to I'm going to head back to the Chancellor's Tower. And he pokes the doctor in like the it's fishy, fishy, rubbery chest. And he says, you call me when she's back up and moving around. And the doctor says, yes, of course, General Soto, anything you say. And he gives you another thumbs up as he walks out of, out of your hospital room. Yama goes to move her right hand and then stops. <laughs> and then feels sad. Oh, well, soon you'll have a hand to give thumbs up with again. I am going to cut back to actually just the other three of you. Uh, Eshka and Mia... As the Chancellor's Tower is being locked down, lots of people are running around doing things. The Chancellor is on the on the communicator with a couple different people from the senatorial security. Uh, VC-20 returns to the tower. Uh, so VC-20, you have been escorted upstairs and you are once again uh, seeing Chancellor Organa. Uh, she is in the middle of taking a call from security. You actually see the same Twi'lek that you spoke with uh, getting yelled at by the Chancellor. <laughs> and as you come in, uh, she turns and her, uh, her face lights up and she says, VC-20, it's so good to have you back. Thank you, Chancellor. It's good to be back. I heard from, I heard from my daughter that you've had an exciting time. Man, this is uh, getting grilled by Leia. Um, <laughs> right? You can see why I've been worried about it for like three months. No, you're doing great, but that uh, does make things very hard for me. Um, how would VC20 handle this? I don't think he really picks up on sarcasm. So, uh, Yes, it, it has been rather exciting. Uh, her smile gets bigger as you, you know, just kind of straight man her whole shtick. And she says, so what what brings you here in the middle of all the hubbub? It's a little. She looks around. She says, "You haven't you haven't stopped worrying about yourself now that you've gone off and had adventures, have you? What's going on?" When I returned to my office, security was alert that Chudar may have returned. I'm concerned that he may have been involved in this event. Uh, she nods and kind of looks sideways at Eshka and Mia, and she says, "If you." You haven't talked to them about him, have you? No. Let's see, uh, Mia and Ashka. Hello. Yes. 
Would you, two of you, mind giving the senator and I a few moments? Yeah. Should we go back in that little room? Yeah. If you don't mind, yeah. Okay. You can take the milk with you if you want, Eshka. Thanks. She's very much doing like just the little like she's like holding the milk in like both hands and just sort of like I'm trying to think how to describe it. I'm doing it physically. I'm trying to think how to describe it like like a little kid bumbling around. Kinda, yeah. She's just like okay, <laughs> whatever you say, ma'am. <laughs> I'll go to bed. Now. <laughs> so yeah, she she heads on off back into the little antechamber. <clears throat> So here's a fun question. Um, I I would like for just a moment for the camera to follow Eshka and Mia as they seal themselves up into the small side room. What are you guys talking about or doing once you are in there? Eshka, I am just staring into my cup of milk and I just say, your mom is scary, but like in a nice way. What is yeah. that even about? I don't know. That's just how she is. She's always, she's always very, I think Mia's going to sort of pause and just sort of go, oh, she's just diplomatic all the time. You know, like you have to be polite all the time. And she just is. And it's, it is scary because she's being powerful. I want her to promote me. I don't even work for her. (laughs) I think I like her, but it's weird. Uh, Mia and Eshka, when Eshka brings up not working for Leia, can both of you give me... Uh, one moment, please. I need to decide the right skill. Can both of you give me... You're going to give me either core worlds or lore. Interesting. Mia's such a himbo. <laughs> <laughs> she really is, and I love it. She's such a himbo. <laughs> I think Eshka's just a regular bimbo because she had yeah. four dice and a blue one and somehow still got no successes. Yeah. Um, so th- this uh, this this talk uh, has de-stressed you some, Mia, so you can take back a strain if you have any missing. Uh, neither of you think of anything particularly clever at that moment. Uh, okay. <laughs> we're going to cut back to the Chancellor and the senator speaking uh, as the as the door like hisses shut behind Mia and Eshka, the chancellor makes kind of a dismissive motion with her hand and the members of the security detail that were in her conference chamber uh, exit they clear out going into the hallway to stand guard there and she looks you dead in the eye as she as they leave VC20 she says why do you think Chundar's behind this attack? I have no evidence to suggest he is behind this attack, but I have heard that he is about. I see. And this is this is in keeping with his MO. He's a uh, well, I won't say he's always been one way or another, but ever since you and he parted ways, he's been warmongering to put it to put it lightly. What do you think he wants out of this? Just conflict? I genuinely wish I understood. I wish you did too, Senator, but I don't blame you. I, the mind of a terrorist is, an, is, a dif- is a difficult thing to navigate. I wish, that, uh, I wish that your return could have been easy and peaceful, but it looks like we're headed into a, a difficult time. I wanted to update you and let you know that the scientist that you're 
employees brought to Bespin uh, have been detained there. Lando, uh, I suppose Director Calrissian, more accurately put, has kept them under effectively house arrest. They've been well cared for. Lando's a gentle man underneath everything, but they have been there the since since your employees brought them there. My understanding also is that they have remained as well. So I would get in contact with Cloud City at your leisure. If you can find out anything about your former employee, I would appreciate it greatly. I will do what I can. Is there anything else that you need to brief me on before before you attend your other duties? My daughter's kept me somewhat up to date, but the official d- report does have to come from you at some point. And she, her, her smile returns. Um, how do I address this? Um, I will write the official report as soon as possible. But if there is anything you would like to question me about, I would be happy to answer. Um, just a few clarifying things, I suppose. Mia said that there was a dark side force user on Anoth. Is that the case? That is correct. And a portal to Exegol. That is correct. How did you get off of Exegol? Um, and at that point, um, <laughs> let's see. I think um, VC20 is actually going to lower his gaze slightly mm-hmm. um, and kind of avoid making eye contact. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, and a... There was an experimental ship on Exegol, and its ship computer was running an AI modeled after the late... Palpatine. Her her mouth is hanging open. She is literally gaping at this. And where's the ship now? This this is an incredibly dangerous object. It has been destroyed. You can see the relief like wash over her. She goes, "Thank God." And in an AI like Palpatine, be an incredibly dangerous thing. But it wasn't. I believe we contacted it before it was given objectives, so to speak. It maintained his appearance and some aspects of his personality, but did not appear to have any Sith-related objectives of its own. Curious. I wish we would have gotten the chance to study it, perhaps. I believe... Senator, tell the whole damn story. In the next room, Eshka accidentally chokes on her green milk. (laughs) (laughs) For no reason she can discern. (laughs) I sense a disturbance somewhere. I believe Eshka tried to take a backup of some portion of its programming. I am not sure how successful this was. Okay, I'll talk to the Bothan then. Why did why did you why did my daughter maybe you um maybe the I don't know I don't know who you've I don't know what kind of company you've been keeping, Senator. You seem to have adopted a, a stray Bothan woman. Why did you fight Darth Veliman? As a player, I am trying to remember why we fought Darth Veliman. <laughs> um. Because he has a crush on Kiyama and he doesn't know how to deal with it. It's a bold assumption. Oh, also, so, <laughs> so the f- the first time was because I forget how did we run into Sen, but we ran into Sen and he sold us out to Veloman, so and then Veloman chased us down. You guys have that hyperspace blockade that basically crunched Palpy ship out of hyperspace and into Boda Jeff. Oh, and, right. Yeah, and Sen was going to let us go, but then something happened and information about us got out and he couldn't let us leave. And Veloman came and was going to take us. That's what you assume. And or so- do something 
Right. Then this that was the first time. The second time was on Felucia when we were escaping the uh station. He the moth was off base and that was him. He was somewhere else. And then um the third time was when he was trying to get the manifest and fought Kiyama. Yeah. Yeah, so I want to tell Leia all of these things, mm-hmm. but there was also just like an ambassador ship exploding outside, so I'm not sure we have time to give her this full story. Right. Uh, I mean, um, when you walked in, she was arranging people to look into it. Um, you can sort of, you, you can kind of condense it and let me know what details you are going to convey to her, I suppose. Right. Yeah, it's... I want to emphasize it's not that I am trying to hide any details from her. Um, mm-hmm. VC20 would be open with her, even if this means he loses his job. Um, but it's also, um, she's a busy woman. and Right. Yeah. Which pieces of information are most important to her? Um, Got it. Uh, then let's do this. Make me, make me a charm roll, VC20, to kind of... Uh, she very clearly lost patience with you as you as you sort of dribbled at one detail after another of your grand adventure. So give me give me a charm roll to sort of uh, smooth things over with you know. Got to make it. We got to use these babies. I'm using all eight. Okay. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm. <laughs> so you're gonna you're gonna make this you're gonna make a charm roll to smooth things over with Leia. Uh, you can in fact use uh, a light side point to enhance said charm roll because you really want Leia to like you. I do really want Leia to like me. And you can give her sort of the condensed version of uh, of, of results. Okay, uh, so with two successes, you, you explain to her quickly and effectively the pertinent details of your conflicts with Velamin. Uh, Boda Jeff, Felucia, both times. Um, she is baffled by whatever this manifest is um she she does in fact cut you off and kind of say like we i I don't have time for this you're gonna i'm gonna have to read your report when you make it and at the end of you talking about it she shakes your hand vc20 and she says i'm really looking forward to this report and not just and not least because i can hear from someone other than my daughter what actually happened i have a question Mm-hmm. In this in this discussion with VC20, did he consider Sen to be pertinent information? Uh, he was just talking about Velamin, and he had oh, okay. not disclosed Sen previously, so no. Okay, never mind. You, you cannot quite yet take vengeance on Mia. <laughs> Sorry. <That's... laughs> Bided uh, my time. And but <laughs> uh, but she says, "I'm going to let you go back to your offices," um, and. I'm going to, I, unless you have any objection, I think I'm going to keep Eshka here. I think I need to talk with her for a bit. Uh-oh. Um, well, I trust the Chancellor. I know she won't mistreat my friend. Yeah, she's just scary. She's not evil. <laughs> yeah, so, of course, Chancellor. Okay. Yeah, so you shake hands and uh, part ways. Um, her, you know, being apprised of the potential Chundar danger and... Uh, a little bit more about the adventure itself. Uh, I am going to break briefly. Sounds good. And I'll be back in five. Alrighty. And then Eshka gets to stand on the withering gaze of the Chancellor. <laughs> I'm, I'm mad at myself for trickle-truthing Leia. <laughs> she cut <laughs> on to that real quick. <laughs> uh.
I am. I do have to say, I've Kiyama isn't like not as interested in Sen and Mia, but Victoria is. So <laughs> I apologize, Celia, for keep trying to bring it up. You know, this means war. <laughs> You've already told both of my boyfriend's parents about me. I gave <laughs> when I'm not even there. I gave everyone due warning that I was going to do that. I was. It was a promise. It was a reality. I told him he should talk to mom and dad about it, and then he just didn't show up. So, like, fuck him. But, like, this means war. You gave me no opportunity to defend myself or get out in front of it in any way. This means war. <sighs> it's great. I love this. Hello, welcome back. Hello. Hello. Hi. The Chancellor walks into the room, Meshka. Uh-huh. Uh, you, are, you have recently choked on your milk. You have... Uh, sputtered a little bit, and you were wiping your mouth as she comes in. Oh. And she looks at you, Mia, and how does she do this? Um, she's she's actually going to give you a hug, and she's going to say, "Honey, would you mind going back to the house for a little bit? The some of the some of the guard here will escort you because of the proceedings currently, but it's it should be fairly safe for you to move around." Um, Mia's going to sort of nod and wave and disappear. Eshka watches her leave, I, like... I didn't know she could do that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not Force-sensitive, but I am a magician. Holy fuck, I'm scared <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Eshka, you are now alone in this very small room with the Chancellor. And she says, uh, do you prefer Eshka, or do you have a last name, Miss... Something? Goes good. Thanks for asking. She's looking at you very closely, and she says, so the senator says that you might have a few pieces of dangerous or very valuable technology that you have not brought up. Oh, the manifest? Well, the part of the manifest? We didn't get the whole thing. We didn't really have time. That's what I heard. She seems yeah. like she's still waiting for something. I haven't been able to figure it out. Um, the ship we were on when we were coming here, it, it just didn't really have the capability for me to try to view the map properly. It, it's kind of a map, kind of a star map with point. And, and Eshka's like going into describing the manifest and like, you know. She cuts you off pretty uh, readily with like a, like a wave of her hand. She says, and what about the AI? You mean Palpy ship? She looks, her eyes get huge. She says, you, you named it? Well, it's polite to have something to call the ship's AI if it's talking to you too. That seems awfully familiar. I mean, that might just be a me being weird thing. I don't know. People seem to think the way that I interact with machines is unnecessary. You were a mechanic. Do you know anything about slicing? It's not my specialty, but I have like some basic knowledge. Give me, give me a charm roll, Eshka. Yeah, which is to say, Eshka has like no actual like skills skills in splicing, but I'm sure she's you know aware of. Yeah, she the knows basic what concepts. Mm -hmm. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> she is not particularly pleased by this. She says, "So." It sounds like you have a major intelligence asset and a potential threat in your possession currently. 
I'm not looking to make your life difficult in any way, but I think it would be good if you handed over both of those items. Um, so <laughs> I'm torn because, like, you know, Eshka's not dumb. Like, she gets what Leia's saying, but also, like, you know, she has more context for both of these things than Leia does. And sure. She also, you know, really wants to figure this out. So she doesn't want to just hand over her drive with her her two favorite programs on it. Right. So, I mean, you, you've got this context. You could make an argument for, you know, being involved in the process at the very least. Yeah, I, I think that's what I'm leaning toward. Um, I think Eshka does just kind of like look at her funny for like, <laughs> a beat too long. <laughs> um, but then say, how about this? I've her been, huh? Her eyebrows shoot up at being <laughs> counter offered on that. <laughs> I have been itching to get a better chance to figure this, both of these programs out ever since we found them. I, I mean, I'd be happy to do it under whatever supervision or on whatever secure system you want it to happen on but i'm not gonna lie i i want to keep working on this uh, so i mean if you want to set me up somewhere that you think is the safe place to do it cool i can do that unless you have someone on your team who you know has you know made one of these portals functional and actually used one or has you know worked with and formed a relationship with this ai program so <laughs> so the senator alluded that this manifest was connected to these portals and not only do you have the only portion of the manifest that we are in possession of but you've you say you've fixed up one of these portals as well which one can can you remind me, Brian, where was the one, where did the one that we went through start? I know we ended up on Exegol. Yeah, it started on Anoth, your station. Okay. <clears throat> the one we went through was on Anoth, and when we went through it was when we ended up on Exegol, which is where we found Palpy Ship. So, Eshka, um, I'm going to give you a bonus that I've factored in on my end. For that. Uh, I'd like you to make me a negotiation roll. And I want to remind you also that there are seven light side points in the pool. Can I use one? I really want to keep Palpy Ship. Okay. Yep. <laughs> yeah, right. go ahead. Please. Okay, do I add a blue? Is that how that works? You add a green. I had a green. Mm -hmm. I already have a blue on here. Should I get rid of that? Yeah, I believe so. Because um, okay. <clears throat> you're not currently... Uh, inspiring rhetoric okay yeah i couldn't remember what it did there is All a right. blue there is going to be a blue in your pool at the end though because you've um you've given her strong context to like this part of the negotiation gotcha all right if you're all set up i'm ready yep. for you okay oh my god oh, no. <laughs> two failures i uh, she she shakes her head and she says i i couldn't justify it if 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 we knew you better perhaps but you don't have any, frankly speaking, once those are, you, you don't actually have the security clearance to look at those things that you've looked at. 
given given the level of threat that they represent. Security clearance in real life. <sighs> Fine. She sighs and she says, "I, I know it has to feel like a, a bit of a cheat since you've, from the sound of it, worked very hard and rather altruistically to help us out to be out of the loop at the la- at, towards the end." It, I'm sure it can't feel very good, but it, there are certain things that we're bound by. If you passed a background check, maybe, or could, um, are you a Republic citizen? <coughs> in response, Eshka's just going to dig in her backpack, take out the drive, and hold it out to Leia, and just kind of say... If he gets mad and he won't work with you, let me know. Maybe I can help. She nods and she said, I I don't want to see him while he's mad, but I almost hope that we have a reason to call you. I appreciate your consideration. Thing, ma'am. Do you have a place that you stay? Are you from Coruscant? I'll be good. Okay. The uh, guards will show you out. We can call you a car, whatever you need. Cool. Thanks. Mm-hmm. And uh, with us... With that, with a certain amount of dejection, I imagine, uh, Eshka, you are brought out of the Chancellor's Tower and uh, onto the lower air pad, the uh, common one. You can see that there's a huge crowd of troopers surrounding the site of the explosion, and there is incredibly still smoke uh, billowing up into the sky. Fucking bureaucracy. (laughs) I love Eshka. She's so bummed right now. Like she's so bummed. I, I bet you had you had so much going in your favor too. Is, uh, I know. A little disappointing. Um, but I mean, unlike previous Bothan spies, you were not required to die to get this. <laughs> Which is good. Uh, we'll cut back to Kiyama. Um, we we can cut to her coming out of. I imagine there's a limited amount of general anesthetic when you get a new arm attached to you, not on a spaceship. Yeah. So after a limited amount of time under general, uh, you come to and you have an arm again. It's it's seamless. They've done very impressive work. It looks exactly like your arm. It's been uh, sort of contoured to the shape of your forearm and the musculature. Almost impossible to tell the difference. Okay. And uh, you are you are there, and the Mon Calamari doctor is kind of hanging around as you're waking up, and he says, "Do you approve of the arm?" Yeah, it's something to look at. That's for sure. So glad. Please tell General Solo how happy you are with my work. I will. And she tries to reach out and like either a bandage or something and try and pull it to her with that hand. Using the force or using that yes, hand? Yes, using the force. Interesting. Okay. We'll... Like I'll use move. I'll use a force power. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so die, force die has generated a dark side point, which is okay. You have light side points in the pool, so you can use dark side or light side. Um, She's going to do light. Okay. All right. Pool has been updated. Uh, it moves, no problems. The new cyborg attachment doesn't seem to have impacted your force power in any way. The bandage floats over towards you. 
And the doctor goes, what are you doing? What is that? Oh, forget. Not supposed to do that. Too much out here. And she like tosses it back with her hand, not um, using the force. The doctor just blinks his huge fish eyes and says, you're clear to go. And waddles very quickly out of the door. She flexes her hand. Does it feel any different, any stronger, anything? It just feels about the same as where it was. It it does feel a little stronger. You're not sure if that's just because you're acclimating to it or if it is actually tougher or better in some way. Okay. And she'll just kind uh, of... Oh. Sorry. Uh, Kiyama is unsure. Um, <laughs> you, Victoria, are not unsure. Oh. So that that limb is going to have effectively brawn five. Oh, so, um, if uh, which is it's going to have your normal brawn plus one. Uh, so if you're hit in that arm, it's going to soak one better. And if you do a task where that arm is primarily used, you will use brawn five instead of brawn four. Okay, that's pretty sweet, guys. All right. Um, so like, so for instance, I'm, she's right-handed. She uses her lightsaber with that arm. That would be with brawn five. You're, you wield your saber two-handed though. Okay. Then that's fine. All right. But if I punch someone. Yes. Yes. Cool. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) That's sick. All right. Awesome. The, The big thing in my mind is that it gives you one better soak in that location. Okay. That makes sense. It's Most, mechanical. Yeah, I mean, most brawn rolls are going to involve more than just that part. Although, if it ju- although if it just does, for instance, like a right-handed punch, uh, is the is the primo example. Um, it'll be brawn five. But if attacks hit your right arm, uh, it'll get soaked one better. Which is okay, cool. Big. That's pretty awesome. Thank you. Yeah, I, I I'd say we're square now. What do you say? Yeah, I think we're good. I saw that one thing I want to talk to you about, but that's different. So that's a separate thing. All right, cool. Um, No, yeah, this is awesome. I'll take it. Sweet. All right. So after like Kiyama is just sort of like the doctor is like really confused about her force powers and just sort of kicks her out. And Kiyama is just sort of standing there in a hospital with like her bag and is like um, discharge like uh, and she's sort of like now also trying to realize how do I tell them I need to call Han Solo? Um, <clears throat> and she'll just kind of like grab someone who's walking by and is like, I need to get a message to Han Solo. As a, it's a Zabrak woman. Uh, she has sort of like reddish, like ochre skin. And she looks at you with like her yellow eyes. She says, you need to, you need to call who? My God. Um, who's in charge of the hospital here? Like, was it that doctor? And she just like, Kiyama just like turns around and goes back to find the Mon Cal doctor. <laughs> Okay. Uh, you you leave the orderly in your wake. Uh, you you find the calamar the Mon Calamari doctor. Um, he is burbling instructions to uh, a, a human nurse uh, man, and he sees you coming. He kind of jumps like like backs away a few paces. Just are you clear? Aren't you clear to go? You're clear to go. I, no one's gonna call Han Solo for me except I, you. I did. I did. I did. When is he gonna show up? I don't know. I don't. I don't know his schedule. I called him though. Um, Kiyama's just gonna then just. Where's the landing pad? Where would I get picked up? 
he points with one sort of hybrid fin arm back down the hallway, past the room where you were. Down the hallway, turn left. Okay, thanks. And she just sort of like, just briskly walks down that way and is just going to wait at, at the curb, essentially, until okay. Han Solo shows up. <laughs> she is that patient who is like, get me out of this fucking hospital right now. You sit and wait for probably about 20 minutes outside uh, before a car comes back. There's no uh, there's no soldiers with him this time. It's just Han driving his own air car. And he says, how'd it go? Done. That's for sure. Nice arm. Thanks. Looks eerily similar. Didn't even yeah, have my other hand. My hand. So thank you, I guess. It wouldn't have been that easy. Sure. I mean, I guess it's a... Uh, uh, yeah, don't worry about it. Just get in. Okay. She hops in. You guys drive in another kind of awkward silence. And he says, uh, so do you know where you're staying? Lay and I could put you up if you want. Um. So you know how you asked about how what happened the last time I was on Coruscant when I crashed and I don't remember anything and then your daughter kidnapped me along with VEC-20 and the Bothan with Eshka. Sure. Um, I was threatened to be arrested and I'd never been here before. Um, so I don't have a place to go and, um, I'm a little afraid to go anywhere else. Not that I couldn't handle it, but I don't want an actual reason to be arrested. Man, maybe Leia was right. I, maybe I have been a bad influence on Mia. Aronis too. You're a lot like him. Just, yeah. Well, I'll try and take that as a compliment. It's not a negative compliment, but, Is you know, it's... It, it, you know what? Don't tell me. That sounds like Jedi stuff. No, like, you're... It, he's your son. It's obvious. You have the same mannerisms. We're also played by the same man. Um, <laughs> the He, he just kind of nods at that. He smirks a little bit. And before long, you can see what is very clearly a large private residence growing in the distance a like it is it is set away from surrounding buildings and has like it's um an air pad that on top that is protected by some kind of force field generator the um deflecting casual traffic around it and it is it is towards this building that he directs his air car you pass through the protective bubble easily. And that means that we will uh, cut inside to Mia, because that is where she is in the Organa residence. Mia, after a few hours rattling, or not a few hours, after about an hour or so of rattling around inside your your house, effectively. I mean, we haven't seen it yet, but for the 19 years preceding the last two months of in-game time, this is where you lived. You hear your father's uh, father's familiar footsteps coming in, and the recently have become footfalls of Kiyama as well. Seems that she has been brought back to your mansion, effectively speaking. She's going to run out to greet them. Mm-hmm. Um, and... I guess I'm wondering at the angle at which she's arriving, because like that would be whether or not she sees Kiyama's new setup. I pictured them 
coming pretty much head on. So you see that Kiyama now does have a hand. All right. Um, so Mia's going to say, wow, that looks good. Thanks. It's, a, you know, looks the same, I guess. Um, still figuring it out. Cold, though. It's a little weird. Like, I can feel it. And it's warm to the touch, but it's still not, you know, it's still not my hand. But they did a good no. job. But but it looks. I mean, it'll 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 serve you well. Hi, Dad. And I think she's actually going to pause. She's feeling it's sort of. It sort of feels like. Oh right, there was a terrorist attack, and I haven't seen anyone since that happened. Basically, um, and she's going to ask, "Have you seen Mom?" Are you asking Han, or are you asking Giyama? Uh Han. He shakes his head, and he he says she's been. Busy with this uh, terrorist attack thing. I figured most useful thing I could do is take care of your friend. And he kind of cocks his head towards Kiyama. Thanks. Um, so you don't know anything else about what's going on then? Nope. Okay. Should I? No, I mean, I'm just curious. That's all. Who was the ambassador anyway? Some asshole. Yeah, but what was his name? Um, I forget. It was um, the guy from Dantooine. He, before he was Empire, he came here a bunch. You might not remember him from when you were a kid. I've got a bad feeling about this, Brian. <laughs> I am, like, trying to not oh. make any noise. Oh, I'm, I'm muted for a reason. <laughs> no! What do you mean you have a bad feeling about it? <laughs> You're just trying to hurt me. Um, Mia's going to... Eric. That was his name. I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. Ambassador uh, Eric. Han, like, uh, snaps his fingers and he points at you. Why? Yeah. Oh. What's the um, matter, kid? Nothing. I just... And Mia sort of looks at Kiyama and just sort of goes, I think I'm going to... Zen from... You said he was from Dantooine. I mean, Zen Barrick is his name. Oh. <laughs> oh, shit. So Victoria just put that together. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Kiyama didn't realize that was. Wait, he was the ambassador. What's he doing on Felucia? No, like that's his dad. Oh, like his dad just got blown up and is gonna blame my parents. And Kiyama just like opens her mouth and looks from Han to Mia. Like there is some information that I feel like she is missing. <laughs> she is like, uh, okay, um. What? Han points at his chest. He goes, who's going to blame me? This isn't my fault. Yeah, but he blew up here. You know what? You know his son, right? And she looks to Han and says that. I remember you had a kid, sure. Yeah, he's a lieutenant in the true empire right now. We ran into him a few times. I I remember he's a little intense. I don't really... He shrugs. <laughs> you, can, you can see that he cl- does not have anything approaching the emotional investment in this conversation that the two of you do. And, no. he cannot, and he cannot figure out why the two of you care so much. And Kiyama again just sort of like looks from Mia to her dad and she's just going to roll her eyes and walk away. And just as she passes Mia, be like, you owe me one that I didn't ask further. <laughs> Han is not, gonna, oh, yeah, uh, Han, Han is not really knowing what to do is like going to like pat you on the shoulder sort of bracingly. Mm-hmm. And Mia's going to pinch the bridge of her nose. And just kind of look around and go, well, I guess there's nothing I can do about it right now. But he's going to... I, I mean, what do you care what some 
Um, true Empire asshole does. He's the reason we're here alive. What? He's the one we got the ship from. Oh. And he narrows his eyes. He's starting to put it together a little bit. He goes, oh. Hmm. And like a cloud passing, he says, uh, well, um, you want to work on the Falcon, kid? Yeah, that right. sounds like a good thing to do right now. That always made you feel better. Wanna I love that. Old dad at. I oh. love it. Sounds good. Um, he like he's still clearly mulling over the these strange feelings that you were experiencing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the two of you go and I'll you know you 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 work on the Falcon for a, a, a little while, not really doing any particular thing, just like making sure all of the wires are up to date, making sure that the hyperdrive is functioning. You know, buffing out some of the some of the oil stains, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Han makes his joke about how. The Falcon would fly better than ever now that she's not flying anywhere at all. That kind of thing. <laughs> um, I am going to jump forward a couple of days. Um, Eshka, where do you wind up staying? I mean, probably just like, uh, what's the word I want? Uh, not a not a hotel, but like a the, the, the space battles equivalent of, you know, the, the, the local inn where you get a room. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there, there, there's there's a tavern and there's lots of adventurers there who are getting quests <laughs> like I like mean, you know like a room somewhere kind of thing sure you can get um you can stay in like a hostel equivalent yeah okay are you telling anyone where you are staying um that's sort of the key at this point is that eshka has been dismissed independent of everyone else um does she bother to get back in contact with these people? Because, I mean, as far as you can tell, your adventure's over. Yeah. So, I think she's torn. Um, I think she doesn't want to, like, stop hanging out with these friends that she's made and cares about now. But also, like, I think she is, like, really genuinely bummed and, like, kind mm-hmm. of wants to go lick her wounds. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think... It's like, I don't think she would even know how to find any of them once she's, like, escorted out. It's like, she doesn't know her way around this place very well. Like, like Coruscant, yes, this specific place, no. Right. Um, you know, I hate to do it to her, but I think she might get kind of sad, girl, and just kind of, just kind of leave. That's interesting. Um, so is she going to try and go off planet? No. Um, so I think she's hoping that if she sticks around for a bit, um, she can she can get back in touch with someone or run into someone. Like, she's not trying to avoid them. Um, I think she just feels a little bit like, like, uh, sorry, my, my brain is at like 60% capacity. Um, so it takes me a minute to connect my thoughts. Um, I think, I don't know what quite the right word I want for it is, but um, out of place, maybe? Sure, you feel alienated, maybe? Not even, alienated has the wrong connotation, but like, you know, her her friend crew is now, is like this senator, and this chancellor's daughter, and this Jedi, and the one thing that like, she could contribute has been kind of taken away from her. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a little bit like, well, 
I I hope I run into them again, but I I don't I don't know why they need me anymore, kind of thing. Um, so yeah, she's she's like around. She's not like leaving, mm-hmm. but but just kind of like hanging out in your hostel, not really doing much. Kinda. All right. You don't have a bunch of money, so it's not going to last for too long. No, I th- I think uh she's going to start like you know, poking around for like odd jobs kind of thing. Okay. Mechanic wise. A few days pass like this. Um, you kind of poking around, seeing if there are places nearby where you can work in the garage, very similar to the start of the adventure. And, you know, VC20, you're preparing a report. Uh, Kiyama and Mia are, I imagine, kind of hanging out and recuperating. I don't really know if you guys had plans. This is about three or four days worth of stuff. Is there anything in particular that you guys are trying to accomplish? Um, During the preparation of this report, VC20 would like to privately meet with some of the other PCs to uh, ask them their thoughts about particular events. Okay, I like that. Um, Whom are you going to meet with and when? Um... He specifically has questions for uh, Mia and Ashka. Okay. I don't think the order matters as much. All right. Mia is easy to track down. Um, she's just staying with the Chancellor and the General. Um, Eshka left the Chancellor's Tower and has disappeared. No one has seen her in three days. Can I uh, send out a search person? Yeah, you can You can uh, look to have people track her down. Let's Let's get some skills in the mix. See how easy or difficult life is going to be. I think that vigilance uh, is an appropriate skill. Um, I'm going to give you a two die bonus because of the power of your leadership, but it's going to come down to uh, essentially the quality of your vigilance and overseeing this uh, searching force VC20. And uh, again, you do have light side points. Five of them left. Do we mind if I use one? Go ahead. Silence is golden. Yeah, go ahead. I, I'm trying to remember that if Brian reminds me that light side points exist, it, it might be a good time to use them. It might, um, but also I'm just look. I there have been too many sessions where you guys have ended with four in the pool um, simply because you're forgetting. And uh, and in this it, case, it looks like it made the difference. Uh, yeah, it sure did. Um, so with two successes, it takes all day, um, but you. Well, we're, let's play it out from uh, Eshka's point of view first. Eshka, you have found uh, recently not a not like a starport uh, place to use your mechanic skills, um, but the closest thing to an auto zone that exists in space battles. You are working as a backup, like temp repair crew um, in an airship garage. Get in the zone. Airship zone. <laughs> uh, while you are in the zone, uh, you hear a troubling roaring coming from the front office. The owner, um, who is actually a Gamoran woman, uh, which are those green kind of spiky orc-looking people, uh, is is cowering um, back away from a very upset Wookiee who is working the front desk. Or um, who has accosting her as she is working the front desk. Do I recognize the Wookiee? Uh, no, actually, that's uh, that's 
I would imagine that's Eshka's first thought. Um, but this is where, um, excuse me, where Arful is like a tawny brown color and Buka is like a very elegant gray. Uh, this Wookiee is like a um, like a brindled mix of dark, like chestnut brown and white. And he's wearing spectacles. <laughs> I love it. But it is not a Wookiee that you have seen before. I... After a few moments of seeing this altercation, uh, the Gamoran woman finally uh, like brings out like a small device and holds it up to the Wookiee who speaks into it uh, more directly. And you see her nodding and pointing over to you. Oh. The Wookiee with the glasses on is walking into the garage. You can see that the your boss has the device in her hand and is walking just behind him. Uh, and also she is armed. Oh. <laughs> Historically, this type of situation has not gone well for me. <laughs> uh, is there an exit out which I can skedaddle? Um, they are standing between you and the only exit. Currently, the garage door is closed. Damn it. You could try breaking a window. Um, I'm gonna... Do they see me? Yes, they do. They're walking directly at you. Okay. I'm gonna try to, like... <laughs> it just it looks really funny in my head. I'm gonna try to, like, kind of, you know, kind of slowly shuffle along the side of the room to hopefully get around close to the door. Okay, so you are, like, edging along these... Uh, airships um you you're making actually decent time they're they're confusedly they're not running at you uh they see you moving uh but they're not running at you give me uh give me a skullduggery please eshka uh, and or, as a reminder you do have light side points um i don't i don't know that i need to use it in this situation uh, you should have oh uh, no <laughs> i'm going to charge you a strain uh, They've got pretty good eyes on you. You haven't managed to break away from them, but they're also not running, which is very strange to you. And you can hear uh, the Wookiee roaring, but the mechanized machine, uh, the mechanized sound underneath it is a translation. It seems like that's what your Gamoran boss was using. And <clears throat> it says in, in the mechanical voice, it says, Eshka, do not be afraid. I am from the Senator. I am bringing you... Oh, to Senator. The translation software isn't very good. <laughs> Please and, be with me. And my ears will, like, perk forward. And I'm like, VC20 sent you? As I am saying, I am of the Senator. <laughs> Please be coming with me. We can see where you are doing the hiding. <laughs> uh, you know what? Yeah, yes. At Eshko will be like, okay, all right. I probably... You're probably telling the truth, and she will is is her thought, and which I think shows growth. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> uh, so she will she will stop being a skittery gremlin, and uh, will come out and be like, "We haven't met before. What's your name?" I am being Rundak. Hi, Rundak. Sounds like you know my name already. So, hello. The senator is of calling you consideration, friend. The that sounds about right. The translation software seems to be getting worse. And the, <laughs> and the foreign woman taps the top of it irritably and says something to Rundak. He says, I am of telling you the failure of the box. 
<laughs> Having better in my ship, am I? Coming with me, please, you are? Uh, and I'll kind of look at my boss and I'll be like, is a senator summoning me a she sufficient says, she says, excuse? And she says nastily, like, yeah, but you're not getting paid. Now get out of here. <laughs> That's, I'll take it. <laughs> What's the name? Rundak? Rundak, yeah. I will go with Rundak. With, because, you know, I'm, I have grown, but, you know, I'm, I'm also no fool. So, you know, I'm, I'm a little, I'm, I have some care, but I, you know, I think he's telling the truth. The airship is uh, decidedly luxurious rather than security oriented. You could easily get out of it if you needed to. And Rundak flies you to, is, is, is indeed flying you back towards um, the center of the, the center of the local area that you know is, is most distinctly government related. And as you, as you guys are flying, he does in fact turn on much superior translation software. He says, I am the senator's personal assistant. And he said that you were necessary for a task that he is currently working on. I, I understand further that you went on adventures with him recently. I did. Then I owe you a debt of gratitude for keeping him safe. Oh, Truth be told, he probably kept me safe more than I kept him safe. Do you know he's very, very good at diffusing situations? Like, bonkers the, good. The Wookiee people consider themselves collectively to be in the senator's life debt. He's very important to us generally, for that exact reason. He's a good egg. Wookiees don't actually lay eggs. <laughs> That's okay. Neither do Bothans. Did he say... What he needs help with? He did not. The senator simply tells me what he needs, and I make it happen. Well, I look forward to seeing him. The rest of the journey spent in a pleasant silence. Uh, VC20, as you are waiting for Eshka's arrival, um, you do get a missive from the chancellor. Uh, she says in a rather boomerifically written email, VC20, smiley face. Urgent request. That Bothan that you came with gave me something called Palpy Ship. Palpy Ship is in, is in quotation marks. Um, there is a dot, dot, dot after Palpy Ship. She says, uncooperative. Think you called it an AI? Figure it must be. Dot, dot, dot. Could use her help. Tell her there is money symbol, money symbol, money symbol in it. Smiley face. Oh my God. That's the best email ever. I love it. <laughs> Um, and I will reply that I have already dispatched Rundak to find her with um, a smiley face. And I think it's important that uh, to note that VC20 uses the nose in the smiley face. <laughs> it is actually critical character background. Yes. What, what kind of emoticons does your character use? Um, that in that case, it is getting kind of late. Uh, we have not quite gotten to... Uh, another session has gone by where I'm like, eh, I'm almost where I want to be. Um, but we don't have to leave them all on cliffhangers. And so I think we can close up here with Eshka safely back en route to VC20's office. And everybody's sort of in a a, a, a resting place, a, a setup for what's next kind of place. On a related uh, question, did we get back any wounds or strain um, over these past few days? Yes, everybody has re regained all strain. Uh, you recover wounds at the rate of one per day if you are mi were missing any. Um, so 
those of you who were those of you who are organic should have largely recovered on the 14 day trip through hyperspace um senator if you were missing wounds uh, a droid repair kit is easily acquired on Coruscant, and you can we can easily say that you have acquired one and applied it. How many uh, wounds does that remove? Um, it's generally speaking just like a med pack, so it'll give you five back on your first one, four on the second, etc. And if you're willing to use it over a course of course of days, you can um, get more out of it altogether. But one use should uh, put me at thirteen out of fourteen, so I think I can be okay with that. Okay. Uh, then yeah, after after two days, you'll be back at full health. I do have to say this is like, I'm sure it is not as stressful for Kiyama as where she's been in other areas, but the she's definitely stressed out about being in with Leia and Han. Yeah, Just, and having dinner with them sometimes. Yeah, she hasn't. And like, I like I as Kiyama haven't talked to Leia. So I'm like, I, she, I don't know what that kind of first conversation went. <laughs> Or what, like, what their relationship is. So I'm just going off. She's yeah. probably like, ah, I, this is I think weird. That, that is something we're going to get into next time. I think, uh, so next time is going to be, um, a, I think, a final exploration of Kiyama and Leia. Um, Eshka's upcoming adventure with the bureaucracy that initially rejected her. And um, setting up for what comes next. I think that next session is going to be... I think it might be our last uh, Shattered Galaxy session. Oh my. As always, we've been glad to have you. If you enjoyed it, tell some friends. We're on Twitter at Space Battles Pod, and you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and most platforms where podcasts are found. I literally have no combat skills, so this is great. <laughs> VC20 is like, oh, I'm in my element. It's, this is, yeah, this is, this is right. This is, he is king. His combat skill is de-escalate. <laughs> and, and he is damn fails, good at it. <laughs> yeah, if that fails, he can get in one strike because nobody expects the senator to punch them, and then that's it. <laughs> and to have brass knuckles, too. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.